Are you exhausted, tired, or burnt out? Are you overwhelmed with all the work that you have to do? Do you lack motivation, lack passion, and have a loss of focus? Do you need help getting back on track, but you just don't know where to start? Well, today's talk, we're going to go into detail as I'm excited to announce that I've actually written and published my first book. And so we're going to sit down for a Q&A as we go over the steps to work through and overcome burnout and exhaustion and to fully get back on track to becoming the best version of ourselves. Welcome to the Heart of Leadership podcast with Andrew McIntyre. Andrew is the co-founder and president of Leadership Development and Team Building for Outward Focus. His goal is to equip and empower each individual for success in business and in life. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Heart of Leadership podcast. My name is Andrew, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different today. We're going to be doing a Q&A interview, but I'm actually going to be on the receiving end of the questions. So to take over as interviewer, you've heard him on this podcast before when he shared with us effective tips of how to work from home. He's my business partner, and he's my brother, Craig McIntyre. Craig, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me back. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back, and thanks for wanting to do this. It's kind of cool to be the one actually answering the questions this time around. And so, you know what, I'm just going to pass it over to you now and let you lead the way. Sounds good. Well, Andrew, first of all, congratulations on the book, Focus Fuel. Thank you. But it must feel uh, really good to accomplish this. Yeah, it's exciting. It's something that I've wanted to do for a while. Well, let's dive into some questions here so we can get your listeners a deeper understanding of the book. What made you want to write a book and why the name Focus Fuel? It's funny. I've I've actually always wanted to write a book, even since I was younger, writing something that's been a a passion of mine, a hobby of mine. I remember even being like a seven, eight-year-old boy writing stories on my back porch, and it's just something that I've always taken to. And so as I've grown older, I've always had this dream of writing a book, and I actually started writing a novel in 2015, and that had a bit of a snag for me. But this idea of Focus Fuel came to me just actually in 2019, after I graduated from college. And so why the name Focus Fuel? I think I was dealing with a lot of burnout and exhaustion myself and tiredness. And I was thinking, okay, I know I'm not the only one because I was around a lot of people at school, teachers, students, friends, whoever that was, that were also dealing with the same thing. I go, there has to be a better way of just reaching people at a different level. And so I wanted to come up with an original concept. I've always wanted to say, I don't want to copy people. I don't want to always take people's words and and take people's ideas and just regurgitate them all. I want to say, here's something new that we can look at differently. And so when I looked at Focus Fuel, the name come to me when I was thinking with our cars, you don't let your car run on empty. And so we can't let ourselves run on empty. And it's the idea of fueling ourselves with the right thing and really focusing on what we're fueling ourselves with. And it kind of ties into our business upward focus. And I want to kind of pull off of that as well. And so that's kind of how the name came together. So you got a lot of inspiration from the book based on how you were feeling at the time and and things that you were dealing with. What are some of maybe the, your favorite books or ones you may have got inspiration from for this book? That's a good one. Yeah. I've definitely got a lot of inspiration from even just people in general. I think of my instructors, I think of classmates, I think of even just our family, or I think of you putting the book cover together and you kind of made that image of the tunnel come together for me and made everything click. 
But when I think of the, I guess, books, um, I think one of them is Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. And they talk about why some ideas stick and why some ideas die. And they go over many different examples of how do you make something stick and, and what really stands out to make an idea last. So I think that was an impactful book for me. And I'm hoping that the idea of focus fuel will be one of those ideas that sticks. Uh, and I think another one in the same realm is boundaries by Henry Cloud. Having those boundaries and learning how to say no and when it's okay to say no. And that's a lot of part of dealing with burnout and exhaustion too, is, is how you deal with that and set appropriate and healthy boundaries. That's good. So you said back in 2015, you said you were writing a book that didn't come to fruition. For those who may want to start their own first book, how was the process of doing the book and what advice would you give them for pushing through any of the challenges that they may face? I think the advice for challenges, um, well, first of all, I guess how, how the book was in the process, I'd say it was fun, but it was a lot of hard work. I had this idea of, of all I have to do is really just write this book and put it together and send it to people and all of a sudden it's going to be out there for the world to see. I didn't realize the tedious things that really had to be done throughout the whole entire process and how many times I had to go through it and do some hard edits and get other people to look at it. And then the process of just going back and forth with my formatter actually took quite a few weeks um, just to make sure everything was right and making changes and making adjustments. And so I would say it's, it's a lot of hard work but it's worth it. It's something that if you truly want to get a book out there, whatever your purpose is for getting it out there, it truly is worth it in the long run. And so the process itself is however long you want it to take, really. It's you start with your outline, you start with your idea, and then it's a matter of how long you piece it together and how long of a book you want. There's no specific length. And then it's a matter of just reaching out to the right people, getting your cover design, getting your formatters and editors to piece everything together to eventually, whether you want to upload it on Amazon or you want to go into bookstores, whatever that is, then you start following that method of how to launch it on there. In terms of advice, I guess, for the challenges that we face, I say one of them is know whether you want to self-publish or whether you want to go through a publishing company. So for me, I chose to self-publish. And that's something that I'm happy I chose, not just the financial cost, but just more of a freedom. And some people look at self-publishing of all, oh, like anyone can do that, but it's actually a lot of work and it's very professional because you're getting a lot of professional people to also look at it along the way. And I actually signed up for a course. I signed up for a course through self-publishing school and they show me exactly step-by-step step how to walk through this process of publishing your book. And then the challenges, I just say, make sure you have an outline, make sure you know where you want to go with it. If you're going to hit a snag, Make sure you know the direction you're wanting to take it. Sometimes we want to write a book and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't know how I want this to end. So I think having that outline and having that guide is really helpful. I think another thing to do is to know your why. Like, why are you writing this book to begin with? Is it to make a profit? Is it to grow a business? Is it because you want to write a book? Is it because you just want to make a difference in the world? Having that reason why you're doing it can help you through those challenges because you're going to face challenges. And especially the time we're living in right now, like you think, oh, it might be easier to write a book because we're all at home now. But I'd say it's almost harder because of the way life is going. It's, it's kind of taking a toll on you mentally and, and your mind's not always there to want to write. And I think another thing too is don't edit until the first draft is done. Sometimes when we type, we want to go back and change that word that we misspelled or you write a paragraph and you want to change that. It's okay if you want to edit it to, to make sure you're staying on the right track. But don't go and go through grammar and go through misspell words uh, until the first draft is done. It really ruins your momentum if you do that. And you want to keep that momentum going as long as possible. 
And then lastly, I just say for me, one thing I struggle with and hopefully people can take help from it is schedule writing time. It's one thing I try to make a habit doing. And whenever I felt that I was not writing, it was because I didn't make a time for it. I would say, oh yeah, I'm going to write tomorrow sometime, but I never fully picked the time or I never paired it with an existing habit to make sure that I did that, which is something that they talk about in the book, Atomic Habits. But yeah, pick a schedule writing time. And that way you can know for sure whether you're spending 30 minutes or an hour or whatever that is, you know that you're, you're dedicating time to that. So you say that schedule a time to write. Did you ever face, they always talk about there's writer's block. Do you ever face anything like that? And how did you overcome writer's block? That's a good question. Yeah, definitely face writer's block. You kind of lack of creativity, lack of knowing where I want to go with it. And I think that's where the outline is so key. And even sometimes what you can do is if you finish writing that day, leave yourself a prompt for the next day. So that's one way to, to beat writer's block is say I finish writing my chapter today and I want to write again tomorrow. Write that first sentence of that next chapter or write that first paragraph of that next chapter so you know where you want to go and you've already led yourself into it the next day and you're not all of a sudden sitting down thinking, okay, like what's next? What do I want to write? You're already setting yourself up going forward. So yeah, writer's block was definitely something I faced. But having, having that outline and having that prompt for the next day really helps. That's good advice. Can you give the listeners and myself a summary of Focus Fuel? Yeah, sure. So uh, the book itself is called Focus Fuel, How to Focus When You're Running on Empty. And it's all about navigating the tunnel of burnout and exhaustion. And it, whether you're completely exhausted or whether you're at a point where maybe you're thriving, this book is supposed to meet you where you're at. And wherever you're at in that journey, what it really is, is it's not a foolproof plan. It's not this one plan fix all thing uh, because everyone's situation is different. What works for me may not work for you. What works for us may not work for someone else, right? So what the book tries to do is it tries to take proven strategies and tips of, okay, how do we manage and work through burnout and exhaustion? How do we apply these things to our life so we can make a difference and get better and start seeing that light at the end of the tunnel? And so really what the book is, is walking through those different steps and those strategies to help us overcome whatever we're going through in our life. And so to help things become a little bit easier, I actually created an acronym with the word FOCUS. And each of those letters in the word FOCUS stands for its own thing. And so just for an example, the first, the first one F is fuel identification. And the whole point of that is so often we try to think, okay, how can I fix things in my life? What do I need to fix? And what do I need to do to get better? But we can't really fix things if we don't know where we're at to begin with. And so it's the idea of identifying where are you currently now? What are you fueling yourself with right now? And now, once you know you're now, then what can you do to get better? And a quote I like for that one is, is from Will Rogers. And it says, if you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. And I think it's so true. A lot of the time we find ourselves in that hole but we keep on digging ourselves further because we don't know how to get out of it. I think that's a huge problem. So identifying the fuel that we're fueling ourselves with. That's great. So uh, going forward, I guess, what does the O stand for? So the O uh, stands for one thing at a time. And the quote that I like to use for that one is from San Francis of Assisi that says, start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible. And suddenly you're doing the impossible. I think that there's so many things that we, we find impossible, whatever that is in our life, whether it's getting to that light end of the tunnel, whether it's breaking free of this burnout and exhaustion, whether it's thriving, whether it's accomplishing a personal milestone, whatever that is. I, I even want to ask you all listening right now, like, what is your impossible? 
What is something, have you really thought about it for a second? What do you think to yourself? You know what? That's impossible. And a lot of the times it does seem impossible. And I like to use the example of like an Olympian and how they get on that podium and we see them celebrating with a gold medal around their neck or a silver medal or bronze medal, whatever that is. And we look at them and we say, that's awesome. Like they were made for this. But to them, like four or five years ago, that was impossible. That wasn't just something that they can do overnight. And so how did they get to that impossible? Because they did those necessary things. They did those possible things to get to there. So they're suddenly doing the impossible. And so what they do, they, they ate well, they slept well, they hydrated well, they trained well, they got the right coaching. And along the way, they're doing those little things little by little to get to where they want to be. And that's the same thing for us and our journeys is doing those necessary things. So whatever your impossible is right now, to break it down and say, okay, what are the little things I need to do to get to there? So whether it's, hey, you know what? An impossible thing for me is to write a book. I want to write a book so bad, but I don't know how to get there. It's impossible. Well, the necessary things is come up with an idea, write an outline, get a little structure going, talk about little things that you want to mention throughout the book, get that little brainstorming chart going. Those things are necessary to get you to where you want to be. And then possible is just what are the possible things you can do with your book? You want to write them in chapters. You want to do a picture book, whatever you want to do, things that inspire you. You're doing little things each and every day to do the necessary possible things to make your impossible. That's great. Oh, I'll leave it to the readers to find out what the C, the U, the S stand for. Sounds good. So what do you hope people who read this book get out of it? I think you just said it right there. The word is hope. Hope that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes things can seem hopeless, but... I think just providing that hope that things will get better and you will get back on track. And so my goal for the book and my kind of challenge to myself was to be an encouragement to everyone who reads it. And that by working through the different tips and strategies and those application questions in each chapter to me are crucial. I add them in as a a template and a way to, to just help you make change. I don't want you to just read it and say, oh, that was a great book but I actually want people to write down things and, and make those changes in their life because that's what's truly impactful and transformational. And so I want people to see that there's hope and that you can get back on track to start thriving, to get those joy back, to get those passions back, to get your motivation back and to ultimately become the best version of yourself. So I know that you're doing work with healthcare workers right now. Are they noticing a difference in their own lives using these type of tools? Yeah, absolutely. It's been actually a a cool thing that we've been doing. And first of all, thank you to all the health workers that have been sacrificing themselves and putting themselves out there for us during this time. I can't imagine how difficult that is each and every day and how much pressure it is and just how much stress. Uh, And that's the word there too, right? It's it's stress, it's exhaustion. And this book kind of hits them where they're at with feeling exhausted, feeling burnt out, feeling like they're almost lacking that motivation and just being able to talk to them and try to simplify things and walk through this process of the focus framework, they're starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel and they're starting to get encouraged. And are they going to be better overnight? No, it's moving you in the right direction each and every day. And and you can't move forward unless you take the first step. And it's about taking these first steps to really evaluate where we are now and what we need to do going forward. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been a blessing to, to talk with healthcare workers. And I'm excited to do more of that over the next few months as we step more uh, into that with our lunch and learns. And we're definitely grateful for all the frontline workers out there uh, doing their job, especially at a time of this. Uh, you have a virtual lunch and learn that touches on the points of the book. Why don't you explain some of that and what goes into it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so our virtual lunch and learn 
unless you want a different length, it is a 60 minute session is for businesses or even just a group of individuals. It's almost like an hour masterclass in a way with the book itself. And so we actually really go into detail and we walk through each strategy in the book pretty in depth. And we spend time showing why these steps are important and how they work and what we can do moving forward. The biggest thing I think with the lunch and learns are those application things and those final takeaways. I don't want, just want people to sit back and listen to it and be like, oh, that, that's an hour talk. That was great. I want to be like, okay, that was great. But like, how can I make a change today? What can I do today moving forward? And that's, that's our whole goal with it is to provide those takeaways and those immediate action points that they can apply. So that, that's pretty much what it is. It's, it takes place over Zoom or over a different virtual platform. And it's just a chance for us to connect with people on a larger scale uh, to share this book, but to, more importantly, to help people through a, a really difficult time and to hopefully give them hope. Well, that does it for the question and answers. Uh, do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with your listeners? Yeah, I guess I just, I hope this book is an encouragement to you. I hope that it challenges you. I hope it inspires you. I hope it motivates you. I hope it brings that passion back inside you. I hope that it helps you through whatever you're going through, whether it's complete burnout and exhaustion. And I've been there and it's not a nice place to be. Like you feel like you're in that long, dark tunnel, which we talk about throughout the book. Or maybe you're in a place that you're thriving right now, but you don't want to go down that path and feeling exhausted. I hope this book just meets you wherever you're at in that journey. And it helps you take these steps, take these strategies and these tips and actively apply them to your life. I think it's something that not only can you just walk through it once and see, but you can use as a reference guide and actually go back and, and remind yourself, oh, what was that step again? Or, oh, that's right. I should do this in this point. And I think that's what the whole hope of the book is, is just to be that reference guide, that that light at the end of the tunnel for everyone. And I, yeah, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to write and publish it. And I'm excited to see how people respond to it. And I hope that they enjoy it. Well, thank you for that. And Andrew, as we know from listening to your podcast, you'd like to end the podcast with a challenge to your listeners. Well, my challenge to you, first of all, is continue to do what you're doing. You want people to be the best version of themselves. You want to see others grow, not only in their work life, but their personal life as well. If we all encourage one another, be there for one another, imagine what we could accomplish together. Andrew, keep on bringing that message to others. I appreciate that. Thank you very much for hopping on here and doing this with me. You're welcome. And a challenge to your listeners, I encourage them to read the book, Focus Fuel. Equip yourself with the tools to empower your life, then help others by encouraging them, buy a copy or share the book with them, and just be a support for them. If you think this would be a valuable resource for yourself, your workplace, go to www.upwardfocussolutions.com to order Focus Fuel or a book of virtual lunch and learn. Focus Fuel can also be purchased directly on Amazon. Let's all focus on putting healthy fuel into our own lives and the lives of others. Best of luck with the book, Andrew. Thanks. I appreciate it, Craig. Take care. All right. Thanks for doing this. Thanks so much to Craig for hopping on and doing this with me. I really enjoyed that. I appreciated him asking some questions about the book, and I hope it was encouraging to all of you. I hope that you're beginning to see that light at the end of the tunnel already, and I hope that as you pick up a copy of the book or as you work through the different questions in there, that it just guides you further and further along in that journey because we're all working together to become the best version of ourselves. And so I'll just leave you with this. If you find yourself burnt out and absolutely exhausted, know this. The comeback is always greater than the setback. So no matter where you are in your journey right now, 
know that the comeback that you're about to go on right now is so much greater than whatever you're going through. And I hope that encourages you. And I hope that helps you keep going and growing and getting better each and every day. Well, that's it for this episode of the Heart of Leadership podcast. For more information about our podcast and our business Upward Focus, along with more information about the book, Focus Fuel, head to www.upwardfocussolutions.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <music>